you know, you're watching, you're like, just don't step there. Walk up the side just of the stairs and you're fucking fine. You fucking see where it's at. It's right <laughs> there. What are you doing? You walked into the next one. What the fuck? Did you love the search for the perfect rental on a Friday night? Have you enjoyed the new version of this, searching through countless streaming services for the perfect movie? Well, I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Antoine. And I mean this, up yours with a twirling lawnmower. That's in the movie? Did they say that? Yeah, you dipshit. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> movie we, that you just finished watching just watch it we bring our take on a classic movie every monday from the 80s 90s and beyond during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of our favorite scenes we also point out a couple of generic scenes as well and at the end of the show we'll rate the movie one to 24 cans one can is a right-handed hand job from freddy krueger if you know what we mean and in 24 cans it's a left-handed although that one's still a burnt hand with green blood spurting out of it so i don't know it's ribbed for your pleasure (laughs) my pleasure all right (laughs) oh wow but before we get to all that we want to let you know um we want to do movies suggested by our listeners don't we we do always there's a couple ways to do that number one way is join our patreon you suggested on there we'll do it because you pay us so that's how we work and uh and we like to do that. The other one is a fast pass. If you uh, Venmo us or PayPal us at Soda Pop Culture Club $25, we'll do the movie you request. We'll get it in there and we'll fast pass you to the front. And we Whether do have a third way. or not. Yeah. We do have a third way because we do have a website where you can suggest movies there. So if you go there and suggest a movie, we may get to it. But it'll not be a fast pass. We'll just do it when we feel like it. Think of it that way. Yeah. You know. You'll be in the and, queue. Yeah, and it's and that's sodapopcultureclub.com. There you can buy merch and do all the fun stuff, see our schedule, whatever you like. Uh, email us, contact us, tell us how shitty uh, Anthony is. We're we're fine with that. <laughs> Don't give me that look. We are. I was pondering it. You're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, totally okay. No. Uh, a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post tasteful pics of Anthony doing art on his chest so that you can't tell it's his boobies, but it's art. Like, yeah. like, uh, there might be on his nipple will be the eyeball of an animal. It's an etch sketch sitting on top of my chest with a picture of my boobs <laughs> on the etch sketch. It's art. And yes, that, tell your friends, spread the show like herpes. <laughs> yes. And we also post some uh, pretty clever memes that go along with our movies here and there. Uh, finally, we need you to go to Apple Podcasts and hit us up for a review there. Five star, any star really, and a comment because uh, comments and stuff like that help us be seen more. So that would be really cool. And so if you want us to be here forever, do that. And I got to correct it- my stupid co-host. Don't hit us up for a review. Like, ask us for a review. Just give us a review. He doesn't oh, look oh. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that not wording good, Dyer? Yeah, you said hit us up for a review. Uh, you know, I, I'm I I'm special. 
I'm special. You are. I am special. Are you ready for the trailer? Of course I'm ready. All right, here we go. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? We just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. There's a coroner got to say. He's in the jaw and puking since he saw it. You're gonna kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy? There's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No one will survive. Director of the Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left. A new masterpiece in fantasy terror. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's an interesting category. I never I never heard that and registered fantasy terror. Yeah. See, I never thought of it that way. Okay. Well, whatever. I thought of it more like SM shit. <laughs> Because of the glove, it can get rough. I think your sex life is fantasy terror. <laughs> Anybody that's asleep with you, anyways. Yeah. God bless the internet. <laughs> yeah. So many ideas out there. Too many. Too many. You could be the Tarzan to someone's Jane, right? <laughs> exactly. Or the bubbles to their Michael Jackson. I don't know. I was I was making a movie reference. I don't know where you're at, but uh, yeah, I'm sure that was a movie too at some point. So, <laughs> let's get into this shit because I've been waiting for this. It is Halloween season. We are balls deep into this with our horror reviews. Now we are doing one that billions upon billions of people have done reviews on, and I don't give a fuck because this one's ours, and that's the only one that matters. We are doing one of the greatest horror films, Game Changer. Let's just fucking say that. Okay, here's our breakdown by the numbers. Directed by the master of horror himself, Wes Craven, and starring Robert England, Heather Langenkamp, John Saxon, Ronnie Blakely, Amanda Wiss, Jesu, am I saying that right? JSU, Jesu Garcia, and in his first ever film role, Johnny Depp. A Nightmare on Elm Street was released on November 16th, 1984, taking in $57. million at the box office. Against a $1.1 million budget. That is freaking staggering. It scores 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb and 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. And side note, just so everybody knows, normally we sound like shit. This time on this episode, we really do sound like shit. My allergies are kicking my ass. Don't apologize. Fucking him in the nose. So it's going to be what it's going to be. It's going to be We don't cancel shows. Fuck that. I don't know. Do you cancel anybody these days for doing bad things? I don't <laughs> Who have we canceled? Have we canceled anybody? Oh, yeah. Harvey Weinstein, maybe. I oh, that fuckers. Jesus. There's people we've canceled. 
yeah, there's people. Yeah. It's really hard to do a Mel Gibson movie, isn't it? Like, when you think about it, it's it, when you're thinking canceling, it's really you know hard to do. I, I don't know. For some reason, like, I, I could watch a Mel Gibson movie easier than I could a Kevin Spacey movie right now. Yes, you're so you right. Know? So... Yes, it's probably because one is a whacked out crazy person that didn't diddle 15 year old boys or whatever it was. And the other one, you know, did. So, uh, <laughs> so. But then when you think about it, it's like, do you have a problem watching a movie, even if he's not in the movie, something that Weinstein was involved with? Uh, you know? Well, then, so you many did, layers. then you're not going to like Pulp Fiction. There's so many layers to it. Think about that. Oh, I know. There's a Probably the greatest movie. movie ever made to some people. It's the, yeah. Some would say it's a nightmare to think about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So now, are you ready? Elm Street, it would be a nightmare on Elm Street if you watched it there. Nightmare on my street if you're Will Smith. You know how many times I ever pass the street and I see an Elm Street sign? I want to fucking steal it after I saw this movie. Uh, and there's one in like every. Small every town. fucking town. <laughs> an Oak Street and an Elm Street is in every fucking town. Yes, it so, is. So yeah, you're you're you should do it. It's like you just want to get it. one. But, but I don't know like what a... the misdemeanor fine is for that. I don't. I don't know. So that's only if you get caught. I'm pretty sure you would because you're kind of a dumbass. So I'm a stealth fucking ninja. A stealth ninja. I I I, I never see you coming. You got it right. And well, I don't think you sure don't. And you never see women coming sure either. So <laughs> all your lovers are ninjas too, aren't they? <laughs> okay. So are you ready to play ninja the game? One, ninja two, ninja three, ninja four, ninja five. <laughs> and then on the other hand, we've got 10 ninjas. ninjas. All right, let's play the game. Are you ready? <laughs> we're going to play the game and you yes, know please. what the game is. The game is where I'm going to read three reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. And Anthony has to guess which one is the fake one. Because if he has to guess the real one, that would just be too easy now, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yes. I think so. So you two can play along at home. You can see if I fooled you. I may do it. I may not. I, you know, I would like some people to let me know if I fooled them. And you can uh, text us at Mike and Anthony at SodaPopCultureClub.com. If you text or text us, email us. <laughs> yeah, text us. Yeah, whatever. But Although you can't send email through text, can't you? Maybe. Anyways, I don't know. Shut up. Fuck off. Just go. Just play the game. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. So here we go. Here's the game. First one. Stephen Lang, the Sacramento Bee. Wes Craven created the perfect nightmare. Stephanie Harvey, Sunday Times. One of the best all-out horror movies ever made. Nicholas Royal, Time Out. It's all good, scary fun. All right. Uh, I'm going to guess the first one. And why would you do that? Because you want Stephen Lang on me. And what's that mean? Um, he is in an actor. He's in, what was it? Don't Breathe. And Avatar, I know. Fuck you again. How did and- you get that from Avatar? Because we just watched Avatar, actually, not well, not fuck not you, long ago, it's been a little bit, but he's in Don't Breathe, which is a great horror movie. I'm gonna have to pick some really random fuckers now because you're picking you all, the, getting all the the easy ones. I guess I thought you were gonna do some random, like somebody like in the 
freaking Elm Street lexicon somewhere. No, like, no. I, I I tried to go to a movie I didn't know that you watched or cared about because I think Avatar? it's a shit movie. What, Avatar? Yeah, it's a shit movie. It's not a shit movie. You're a shit oh, person. Oh, it is. I mean, come on. How how crappy is the whole Avatar, premise of The Avatar ride at Disney is pretty badass. That might be great, but that movie's whole premise is stupid. It's stupid. It's better than Waterworld. No. Wow. I don't think so. I think Waterworld's a better movie because it's more practical. It's less like fairies flying through the through the air on like fake animals that don't exist. You know, it's, it's more. Pra- You're why? a fucking hater. Why? Oh, you hit the you hit, hit the, the wrong one. Yes, he hit his camera. I'm like, where the fuck you go? I had to blow my nose, so I had to mute because got my allergies going all fucking stuffy and shit, and Flonase ain't doing fuck all. So I accidentally hit the camera and the mute. Well, anyways, let's get off Avatar. We know it's a shitty movie. Let's get onto this movie. So, Nightmare on Elm Street, when did you first see it? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I want everyone to know, you are... uh, this is like your thing. This is like your Super Bowl of things. Freddy, yeah. yes. Freddy's my dude. I love Freddy Krueger. He is my favorite. So, no, I I really don't know the first time I watched it. I remember I was probably like, I think 11 when I got my first, my Freddy mask and glove for Halloween. And I was Freddy Krueger for like the next fucking seven years straight or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like I was 10 or 11 when I got that, I think. Something like that. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, when I first watched it, I want to say, God, I had, it was elementary school for sure, but. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was, I really don't know. God, it was fucking third grade, fourth grade. I don't know. I was young. I was young. Uh, you had to be, because when it came out for me, I was in like fifth grade. And I remember when it came out, because I didn't go see it in a theater. Uh, I didn't see it till probably it was on HBO, because back then, um, HBO was called home box office for a reason. They would get movies rather quickly. Yeah. And you know, so I know I watched it there, but I remember there was a girl in my class who was just a freak for the everything Freddy. For some reason, it was like, she watched that movie and then she came to school and was like, Oh, I love Freddy. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, See, that's just weird. I just, remember I would that. probably get along with her much better than I do with you. Uh, yeah, probably. I you mean, look her up and see if she wants to co-host this shit. I, you know what's funny is I can't, you can't find anybody from that time period in my life. No one joins any groups or anything saying, Hey, I went to Randall Elementary in middle of nowhere, Indiana. <laughs> so, yeah, it isn't happening. Doesn't happen. Trust me. Very hard to find. I found one person, one person from there. And honestly, they probably didn't want to hear from me. <laughs> probably like not. you. Like I you. Can't you blame know. Them. Can't blame them. Nah, back then, you know, it's funny. Back then, I was uh, I was a wonderful child. I, I got in trouble a lot. So there you go. Yeah. And not for not that I was dumb or stupid. I did I did bad in school. I just really like to just do whatever. So there's that. Right. You were a dick. Not a dick. I I, I wasn't in trouble for beating people up or anything. I I was in trouble more for just being a class clown. You know, that's that was me. What but you still beat people up too. Oh, well, don't Which let's not go into you've that. Admitted. Definitely not as bad as Freddie does. Transition. 
<laughs> That's a really weak ass transition, but okay, let's get into but that. No, I watched this movie a long time ago, just like you. And it's to the point now it's felt like, um, it's always been there. Like, you know, it's like one of those fixtures. It's kind of like star Wars. Uh, it's like something that feels like the pop culture reference has always been there in your life. And it's kind of hard to, like you say, it's kind of hard to separate when you really watched it. Right. Like, it you is, can't see yeah. It. Cause it's just, it's just been, been around there. forever. Yeah. yeah. It's just been You've there seen it so many times. I remember like, that it was the time of year. And I remember the girl who was into that and wanting to dress up as Freddie and do it all that. I remember that. She sounds but, like a cool person. Yeah, she was cooler than you. Kind of cool. Which actually interesting story. I remember the girl. I don't remember her name, but I remember her. She was a family in Indiana. They have a lot of farms. And back then they would use a lot of migrant workers. Her family was actually migrant workers. that just happened to live in the area during that time of the year when it was harvest. And she was going to our school at the same time. So well, I don't I know. You yeah. can't remember her name. That might also be a reason you can't find her or anyone else on social media, like we just said. If you can't remember their name, it's really hard to find them. You're correct. You are correct. I know. I only remember certain people's names. <laughs> that's, that's a, you know, if I kissed you, I probably remember your name. Think of it that way. <laughs> really? Yeah. You can remember three names? Good job. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. That's Three a and a half right, right there. Way to go. <laughs> so um, I just watched this. Things about this movie like that get me. My wife watched it with me because it's the only time she's ever going to see me watching a horror movie. So she right. took the, the opportunity. Oh, yes. And I just want you to know she watched it and her thought was she can't believe she liked it. Really? Then. Yeah, she did. Uh, yeah. There's yeah yeah, <laughs> she was not not a fan. Let's what put it that hell? way. Why she was a fan, but now she's not. Well, I mean, there's some reasons. I mean, you got to think about like when this movie starts. Let's look at it that way. Um, it took so long. I mean, you do get it. You do get the uh, uh, Tina scene at the start, and no one dies or anything. But but it takes so long to get into what the movie's about. In my opinion. Yeah, there's a guy haunting people's dreams. See, I don't have a problem with that for this because it's creepy as shit. It is fucked up. And what else do you need at that point before you get into the story? I don't know. Like, and the other thing that's never explained, and you, you know, you probably know the explanation, but remember, you have the the thing that you've watched every, six of these movies or whatever. Um, six. There's more than six. Is it well? I'm thinking. I know at least five with the number of well, in them. <laughs> so, seven, then there's Freddy vs. Jason, and then there's the remake Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and there's um, the TV series. But in this movie, and then there's the comic books. And then there's that's what the I think. Books. There's all that shit that probably you get a lot of information from. But when you watch this movie, when you like me, it's kind of like I'm watching it back then because you know how often I watch horror movies, and you know I've yeah. never watched. Uh, three or four or five, six or eight, whatever all the other ones are. So the it's like watching again. You really get no explanation as to how Freddy does what he does at all. Zero. You know no zilch. You, you do in uh, Freddy's Dead, and it is a such a weak ass shitty explanation. It's so bad. That's the my thing. Dream demons. You want to? You want to? Uh, you want to spoil that for people? 
Yes, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen a movie that's been released a couple of decades ago, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Freddy's dead. These three stupid fucking skulls with flaming tail dream demon fuckers. They were so stupid. <laughs> so what did they do to him? Like, that's what I don't understand. How does he... So They basically granted him his power to take on the underworld in the dream life. See, that's our number one thing when we were watching this was that you'd have no explanation for that. And it took so far, long to get into the explanation of why, he, why he's there and the plot, too. So it, it kind of it feels so random, well, other than these people are friends, obviously. But, you, you know, at, again, at first it's like, I think that's enough in the beginning because it's like, what the fuck's going on? All we know is what they know at this point. This guy is killing us in our dreams. I get, yeah, I mean. Same fucking guy we all dream of. True. Well, and you know what? I remember feeling that that was something that that I knew about the movies, that they all had the same person in their dreams. But when I rewatch it now, it isn't, they, they don't speak of it as strongly as I remember it being there. Like, it feels like really weak. Like, like Rod, he says something about it, but it's not like they're like, oh my gosh, you too. And then they go into talking about it. It's like just, mentioned but it doesn't feel like it's a it's a strong oh, connection as i made back then she just said you mean at the very beginning well there's now the second he time really, he didn't talk about until he was in jail yeah 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 yeah. after tina's dead and he that's when she but it still felt like he they didn't like like she knows she gets scared that he talks about it why not like okay why is he she doesn't get curious and ask questions and talk about it she acts away and leaves it's like I don't know. Just felt like now I, I don't see the connection as hard as I did back then. Like it felt like back then I, I, they all knew and, and they, they talked about it, but I, I it must've been my false memory. Cause now I watched right. it like, okay, they really didn't talk to each other about this at all. They didn't flesh it out too much. Did they? Well, no. like let's, to be fair here, the first two that knew they dreamed about the same person was Nancy and Tina Nancy or Tino didn't last the rest of the night after they discovered that. So they didn't really have a chance to hash that one out. Neither did Rod. But I'm dumb. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. You know, another thing I got to point out too, just random, but I don't know if you really like, it was pretty incredible about this movie too. You got yeah. a horror movie, so successful, no boobs. Actually, technically, when she gets pulled under the tub, you, know, you see side boob. Side boob, but that's it. Other than that, you don't see... We see no nipple. You're right. This is uh, an exception Except to that Rod's. rule. I think we see Rod's nipples. Maybe that's about it. <laughs> Rod. We see Tarzan's. <laughs> but, you know, when you talk about um, this being 80s, one thing about this movie, and I, I was I was watching it, when you look at the sets, like the houses and the rooms and the quilts they're using, everything, this felt, this had the feel of the 80s. It was like. Oh, yeah pre-home makeover shows you know like where everything felt homey and cozy and and it felt lived in like, exactly like going to grandma's house like, right like yes. and grandma has a bottle of vodka up in the linen closet and, and that's like that 80s as to, it gets yeah. that's as 80s yes but my thing is like you know that you see the quilts and all that stuff and, and you and it just felt so 80s like it didn't feel like we're watching the movies now where all it always feels like we're in a sleek modern minimalist room you know, right. it felt like we're in what we grew up in, something lived in, something, you know, where stuff was. 
You know, it, it, it just now, now it, it feels like they spend so much time trying to make everything too, too slick, I guess. What well, I think. it's because they have money to do it. This movie may have tried even more if they didn't, if they had money. Yeah, but they had all that shit. They had to get it somewhere. I mean, probably no, just rented a house and right. said, can we use yeah. your shit? Can we, can we use that, Afghan? <laughs> Thank you. Is that your bottle of vodka? Can we use that? Thank you. Now, uh, you did mention Beth. I did. You know, Beth from uh, Better Off Dead's in this. Yes. Which I think everyone needs to watch that movie. Because it is classic. You like that movie? Yes. Okay. But did you... Dollars. You know, Two dollars. You know who Rod is, though? What movie he's in, right? What? Wildcats. Oh, Goldie yes. Hunt. Wildcats, yes. yes, he is. Because I was like, I know he's in other shit, but... Yeah, that's another yeah, good movie from Wildcats. the 80s. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, was he the backup quarterback, I, I think? No, uh, Woody Harrelson was... Well, oh, he yeah, was the he backup. Was, he was the original quarterback and then moved to tight end. Woody Harrelson, who looked 40 years old. <laughs> okay, sorry. I know, wrong movie, but <clears throat> but it's just funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but no... This, yeah, the 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 other people, the they're, obviously Johnny Depp goes on to have a great career. But other than that, I mean, there's some people you recognize, like her dad. Um, he's been in some things, but I don't know exactly yeah. what. The mother, I felt like I've seen her in other things, but I when I looked too, up, but, but yeah. when I looked her up, her thing, I was like, wait, this has to be the only thing I've seen her in because there's nothing else I can recognize, like yeah. on her IMDb, like I was like, or it's not credited. I don't know if it's that or she just looks like somebody yeah. that you would see in a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's true. That is like, the the she looks like she's been on Knots Landing and shit and you just didn't know or you know, something like that. I don't know. The cop at the end who was watching to see if anything strange happened at the house, he looked familiar too, but I couldn't place him. Yeah. I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't place the, where he was. The uh guy at the dream clinic, he's been in shit too. Oh, what's he been in? Oh, God, I can't remember. He's well, been in now, stuff, I've seen him in stuff. Oh, okay. Well, see, you've watched... See, the thing is, is you might have... Because if they're in these horror movies, they might still be in that sphere, that world. Right, right. And I don't watch that. So for me, it's like... It's got to cross over into the movies that people really like. <laughs> Shut up. You goddamn cockweasel. And, you know, back in the day, I um, never made oh, the connection. Oh, Fleischer. Yeah? I never made connections with uh, with all these people. Like I seen Wildcats, I seen Better Off Dead, and I seen this movie, but never thought, oh, these right. people are all in this. I never thought yeah. that Johnny Depp. I did later on, um, but but that was it. Charles Fleischer was in Back to the Future Part Two. Is Terry? Oh, okay. I mean, the guy is actually he's been in a lot of shit. He's that guy. You don't know who he's he is. That but guy, he's... yes. He's that guy in that movie. I'm that uh, guy. Funny enough, he was in a 2005 was a show or movie called Freddy with an IE at the end. Of course. Maybe that's a porn. He does a lot of voice work too. Or he was, was in, Freddy, uh, that wasn't like Freddy Prince show, was it? No. I don't, th- I don't know. Maybe. Wasn't there a Freddy Prince show? Like I uh, don't fucking know. Okay. Well, what do I know? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No, but I do know this. The sex sounds were awful. <laughs> it's like oh, her. God. And Rod. Rod. Oh, oh. Oh. 
Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, anybody that moans like that ain't doing it right. Maybe, or, or here's the yeah. thing. Maybe you don't know what it sounds like for it they're, to be doing right, and that they're is. They're over-sexing. Over-sexing. <laughs> they're getting and, over-sexed. And, you know, Tina dies. We'll get to that. But, but we find out she was 15. These people do not look this age. Rod looks like he's they in his 20s. Do. None of they them never, ever do. look like that when they're high school students. We've had this discussion many times because they're not that old. They're always no. fucking 32. The, you know, the, and then later on, the one girl's like, looks in a thing and says, I, I look like I'm 20. And you know how old she was when she made this movie? Fucking 20. Cat, the care, or what's her name? The main character. I can't remember Nancy. Yeah. Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. She, she was the, the, the actress was 20 when she made the movie. So when she says, I look like I'm 20, I'm it's like, 20 years yeah, old. you're fucking 20. So old. It's like, you are fucking 20. Now, the first kill with uh, Tina, do you think they leaned into too many of the cliches of horror movies? Or does... Because we know Wes Craven created Scream, right? Right. And and he made that to be a wink and a nod towards the things he did before. Right, making fun of all the cliches, yes. Do you think this had all those cliches, like when she leaves the house and says, who is that? And, you know, all that bullshit. Do you think, do you think this leans in a little hard on that? I don't know because like, I mean, I guess compared to what, cause this is 1984. Yeah. How many, I guess, you know, at this point, Halloween, how many cliches did we have up to this point? Everything in Friday, the 13th series and Halloween pretty much. Okay. There, those two had already been multiple movies at that point, but. Well, I guess, yeah, every stupid kid says who's there when they hear noise and they go outside to investigate. But what are the rules that the dude came up with in Scream that he talked about? You can like, never have sex. So that's one of the cliches that happens. No drinking or drugs. And don't that ever happens. say you'll be right back because you won't be back. Yeah. So I think they definitely broke the one rule and that was the sex. They fucked. They're dead. The mother drank. Yep. <clears throat> and technically, what's her name? Uh, Nancy did drugs because she was. Even though I don't think she, she broke the rule for drinking, I think she broke the rule for burning Freddie alive. That's probably more what led to her demise. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. That was. I don't think he cared as much about her taking a swill or two here and there. In the fucking would... morning. In the yeah. morning too, man. Coffee's on, and she's drinking vodka. Wow. I would agree. Um... And the other thing is, when I watch this, I thought the kids, the people who played the children, put in better performances than the adults. Like, it felt like the acting was so bad by the adults comparatively. The only one who was questionable a little bit was Rod. Yeah. But the other, everyone else I thought had, well, obviously Johnny Depp's a good actor. Right. But everyone else there was was pretty solid. Like, I I, believe I definitely think so. Um, I would say, yeah, Heather Langenkamp, Johnny Depp and Tina were all really good. Um, Rod, yeah, I mean, he wasn't bad, per se. I think maybe compared to the other three, he was. And yeah, yeah some of those, don't look at me like I'm some freaking fruitcake here. Warning yeah. you. you know, yeah, some he's overdoing that. That's yeah. like He's like way over the top, I think, with that bullshit. 
That just that's no. how I see it. I don't know. I just felt like he was a little over the top. But you know, that first night when they're with Tina and all that, I do want to I forgot to go. I have a six pack for that. One of my favorite scenes from this, and it's probably iconic, and you've seen it all the time. Yeah. Is when Freddie's pressing his face and hands through the wall above uh was it Nancy? On the ceiling. Yeah. On the ceiling. It I just think that that is a great scene. Yeah. Um I at that time I had never seen that before. And especially and, for that is because I'm going to tell you, um, especially for the budget they had, yeah. you know, obvi- I mean, some of the shit in there, it's like, it's, it's some of the, the quote unquote effects are weak, but you're working with what you got. It's also 1984. It's not like we've got high tech CGI and all this shit. So there's yeah. that, but, uh, I'll, can I get my generic then? I'm just going to give that now. Go ahead. You can do it. We, we can do that order. It's all my generic because I have to say this. Even though I get what you're trying to do, you've got no money to shoot this. But my generic is the stairs scene when she's yes. running up the stairs. Okay, I have that on here. Yes, that is. Whatever. Now, it's like, which I get actually, the idea of it is phenomenal because that yes. is like a scary thing people dream about. Like you're running and you can't go anywhere and your feet get you stuck. Anywhere. But just the way they did it, like, you know what I mean? Cause you could see the fucking spots in the stairs where, you know, it's glue or whatever the hell is actually in there. It's like, yeah. you know, you're watching, you're like, just don't step there. Walk up the side just of the stairs and you're fucking fine. You fucking see where it's at. It's right there. What are you doing? And you walked into the next one. What the fuck? I don't think we were supposed to see that. And we did. I think. Yeah. Well, I think it would have been better if they cut it to where she takes the steps. And then we just look down and see her feet in the goo rather than seeing all the steps coming out of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I think that would have been, that'd have been a more uh, impactful impactful right. thing Again, i think that's something you chalk up to budget constraints not, not just for the effect but for not being able to to cut it correctly either it it's definitely definitely um now i wanted to go over a couple things let's see i've got okay there there's a couple things that make me laugh that shouldn't probably and you're probably going to be angry like when One they, of the things when they that fuck drives, moaning what when they fuck and they're moaning well, that one, yeah, I already went over that. But okay. <laughs> but the um, the one thing that Freddie does that annoys me every time, and but you probably like it, is where he looks at him, kind of cocks his head to the side and puts his glove up next to his face and does spirit fingers. It's kind of comical, like, ah, Tina. <laughs> or well, Nancy. <laughs> you know what? No, so it, it's so fucking hilarious. It is, but you say that because of what a joke Freddie became. Because he was always with the one-liners and everything. So I think that impacts that kind of stuff in this one more now. You think the third, fourth, fifth movie is affecting my opinions? Developed, But what you know about Freddy. But I'm saying you for not being like a hardcore Elm Street fan. You know what I mean? Like you see Freddy stuff everywhere. You see clips of it and you see all that shit. Yeah. So I think that influences what that kind of stuff had become. Other than just what it was in that first film. Yeah. Okay. I, but I think it's comical. Just that it's not a generic for me. It, it's just comical. It's comical. Yeah. Like when she's in the hall and, and she, he's the hall monitor 
it, when he gets up and he does it like that. It was just kind of goofy. That was all, that wasn't him though. That was her. That was that girl. No, but when he no. gets up, it's Freddie when she looks back and he's like, "No, it was still the girl though." She says, oh, no, "With the glove, yeah, with the glove." in the hallways, but with the glove on. But it still was doing the Freddy, action. But it still was the still that doing girl. the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still Freddie. But yeah, but yeah, here's you got to do that though. They're like highlighting his fucking murder weapon. I get and, it. You know what I mean? You're using it as a prop <laughs> and a communication device. I understand, but do you think when she got back... Do you think it has she, more impact that he takes his fucking normal burnt hand and just wags his finger? No running in the hallway. Well, he thought it was cool to cut him off and squirt out goo. Yeah, but, that again, I, I will I, I will absolutely concede. How about, how about I'll rip of, open my chest and show you my maggots? Exactly. Check this out. <laughs> or how about... Tina is just sitting in the hallway and I'm going to just start like shitting snakes everywhere. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. or how about she rips my face off and I just have a, my skull. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking, <laughs> I totally agree with that. But again, there's no money. The million dollar movie that they made. So they definitely, definitely were lacking on the, the effects and that stuff. Yeah, I got this though. Um, do you think when she got done um, having her nightmare at school, and she's she wakes up and the teacher says, "You know, we'll call your parents," and she, and she leaves the room and she says, "You're going to need a hall pass." Do you think that was a joke attempt? Yeah, to call back on the hall monitor. Yeah, do you, you do. Okay, I told my you wife do? that, and she said no. But my wife doesn't have a sense of humor, so I wanted someone That's else true. to. She doesn't, so yeah. So I needed someone else to, to help to confirm what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah, maybe, okay. Maybe that's why your wife didn't like it because she doesn't understand it because she can't figure out simple things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely a fucking like. Yeah. Subtle little joke about that. Yeah. Did you? I'm like, I'm sorry too. You're just letting the fucking kid walk home by himself. It's a different time here after you just had a like nervous breakdown in the middle of class. Well, the eighties were a different time. I um, know, but like that happens today. You're getting restrained and detained. There weren't many before and after school programs and you know, kids walked home and parents were home for hours. That's how it was. Yep. That's how we learned about porn. It's how you go At home, other people's houses. Bust out a box of Freaky's cereal and yeah. get the Nintendo. Yeah, they better. They, you know, parents should be so lucky to hope that the only thing we did was play Nintendo and watch He-Man and Thundercat cartoons. Because oh no shit, if you were going over to your friend's house, it's because he said, "Hey, I found my dad's stash or something." Yep, or we're drinking or something. I don't know. Oh man, like, I remember that. Not my dad's stash, but finding yeah the first friend of mine who was able to score us some new procure some materials. Yes. (laughs) I got one for you. Um, See, to me, there are some funny parts of this movie. Yeah. Like the hall pass that your wife didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, and you know, the glove thing was kind of comical to me. And the other thing was, it's like when she's outside of the house, the um and when she tells Glenn, you know, don't go to sleep, and she's outside the house and she's near the bush. And she goes and she's looking around, and Freddie pops out like, "Ha ha, surprise!" Uh, <laughs> I, I just thought that was like, "Fuck!" I, I, you know, me and horror, 
I laugh a little, and I thought that was funny more than anything. I don't All know. Right. Now let's get away from funny. What about what turns you on in this movie? Because don't tell me after the conversations you've had about Patrick Swayze and his glistening abs, don't tell me that Johnny Depp in that number 10 belly shirt didn't do something for you. How do you know that number 10 belly shirt isn't my thing I want from the movie? Oh, shit. <laughs> you don't know that, but you know, well, I mean, that means I've thought about it. <laughs> well, you just said it. You have thought about it. And I'd want to wear it too. For you. Motherfucker. That <laughs> is an iconic movie piece of history. You're not wearing that because you will ruin it. <laughs> but is Glenn a shit boyfriend because he goes to sleep? Actually, he keeps going to fucking sleep. That's Johnny awesome. Depp today would fucking ruin that trying to put that thing on. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> He'd do his Captain Jack, though. So Jack Sparrow ain't getting into that thing. I'm not wearing this. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, uh, Jack Sparrow would be awesome. Oh. I like it. Yeah, Johnny Depp would be cool. Johnny Depp would be cool. Um, who knew? Who knew? Um, worst things happened in his bed before his dog shit on his pillow. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Like, you know, the whole blood scene at the end with yeah. 137 gallons of blood getting shot up to the ceiling. You'd have thought that'd be the worst bed experience of his life. No. And you know what? I'll tell you this. That's one of my generics. Okay. Is that my problem with that? Is that's not his blood. You don't, you don't have that many pints of blood in your fucking we body. Know this, but it just takes it up a notch and makes it epic. And you could tell it was a upside down room. Yeah. Oh because yeah. Because when they, at the final shot, you see some of it running to yeah. one side, like they had turned it. So Remember, yeah. For the budget of this movie, I thought that was actually pretty epic. Like, that was pretty that good. Was, pretty it was epic. It really was. I mean, to give your last big kill scene, something like that. I mean, was it the last big kill scene? I don't know. You got to figure too. Like when you're, when you're, and I know, and people for years and years now have been talking about that. What is the deal with all that blood? All right. But yet they'll overlook Tina getting drug across the ceiling, the walls. Oh, up in the corner of the ceiling and then all over. Yeah. That bed was nasty bloody yeah she was all bloody like those are two pretty epic bookend kill scenes for a movie and then you got rod he gets a fucking sheet as a noose rod the bond that's it well and i have a question about that you know when he gets killed the sheet goes around his neck does that mean he's dreaming about freddy when that happens because freddy can't be just out in the random world doing that no he fell asleep and And so Rod didn't know he was doing that while he was sleeping, I guess. Usually you're in the dream and you can see things coming based on how the rules of other people's dreams are. We never saw in his dreams to know. Well, we didn't see in Johnny Depp's. We saw in Tina's and, 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 bed. and Tina's Nancy's. Is the only one we saw as far as that goes. Yeah. All the so, other murders, we don't see what's going on in their dreams. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, one of the things I like, um, well, remember, I'm going to give you a... Go ahead. All right. Remember Rod, too. That was like... Because then he wakes up, or apparently is awake, while it's happening. Oh, yeah, he does. Because it's already done now. He's so already then at the this air. point, it's like... No, he's struggling and stuff when it's pulling him up. 
Yeah. There's that question, which does actually to me, because like the, the later Elm Street movies, it was more, you die in your dream this way. And they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not where they're awake while it's going on at. So I don't know. You th- it's all a dream thing. It's like the whole right. explanation, is the whole thing, a dream, or did you wake up and then it's still going on kind of thing? Well, we'll get to that here in a moment. The, um, but one of my six pack is when before Glenn dies, the phone thing where she unrips the phone from the wall and walks out of the room and the phone rings and she goes back. And I, one of my favorite things is the tongue on the phone. That to me is yeah. like, so it's, it's cool. And it's and, gnarly. And it's gnarly. Uh, I you really did. I, I guess right? I don't even know if it's the tongue on the phone or that actual fucking phone, that 1980s phone. Or how about the fact that the only thing you had to do so that no one would contact anyone in your house was take the phone off the hook. Think of that. That's all. No one had their own cell phones. You just had to take the phone, the receiver, take it off the hook, and that's it. You were no, done. You, what, dude, she ripped the jack out of the wall and it still rang. I mean, on the but on Glenn's side, when she called, it was busy because the father had taken the phone off the hook. Oh, yeah. Well, parents are stupid in this movie. Yeah, yeah. We know this. Yeah. He took yeah. it off the hook. Well, he did take it off the hook. Now, we talked a second ago about the real world and the dream world. Yeah. Some people say that this movie pushed that envelope of making the audience not know what's real or a dream. Do you think that's what this did? It is. Was it supposed to make us feel that? I felt more of that at the end than I did yeah. at the beginning. Let's put it that way. Yes. This is the movie. This did for going to sleep what Jaws did for going into the water. Oh, you think? Oh, so it, it made okay, okay. I give you, I give you that. It, it so people. I bet lots of kids had nightmares after watching this thing. Oh no shit! <laughs> Definitely, because that because that's the thing I wondered. And the other thing I wondered was okay. So Freddie was a real person, right? Yes. And he killed kids when he was alive. He killed like twenty of them. And then when he dies, he then haunts the dreams of the kids. Why doesn't he haunt the dreams of the people who killed him? I know he killed kids while he's alive, but you would think that your vengeance wouldn't be at that. It would be at the people who killed him. Are we to assume all these people's parents that were kids were involved, their parents were the ones who killed him? Or yes, yes, exactly. Am I supposed to assume that? Because I don't know that. At first, it's because he's going after the kids of the people that killed him. You think that's it? Like, so like, Rod's parents did? Yes. All of those? Okay, I don't... Is that something you learned later? Or is that actually that's, something that's I should the know? Way, that's the way I think you take it. <clears throat> okay. Because, but now, see, here's something. And, and this is where it's weird then. Because then you get... And I don't want to jump too far ahead into other, other parts of the series since we're focusing on that's it. Why, that's why it's hard. But this movie set up so part much. Part two is all jacked up because... The guy that Freddie's going after, it's because he moves into Nancy's old house. So it's more about the house at that point. The house than the... at that point, it's Elm Street. But then in part three, when Nancy comes back and the kids at the psycho ward that she's working with, she's telling them that their parents and her parents all got together to kill him. Okay. So, so the idea is really supposed to be that he's going after the children of the parents that killed him. Because when yeah. you think about it, I mean, and it makes more sense actually to me 
with what you're saying, why wouldn't he just go after them? Couldn't you do more harm killing their children than you would just killing them? To yeah. them. I guess. Or kill you're them like, both. I guess. You're like, take my kid, just fucking leave me. Or, or how about this? Kill them both at the same time. You can go under their dreams. It sounds like whatever you want. Kill them both in the same night. Well, see, now it, it just depends because, first of all, Nancy's dad's a cop. He doesn't sleep. Nancy's mom is a raging alcoholic. So you Does that have an effect? Yeah. Should thing. we just all be drinking? Can't get into her dreams. <laughs> She's not. She doesn't. She doesn't dream. Bakta is apparently asleep to, or dream depression. She hallucinates. Yeah. She's a dream. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe maybe everyone should be drinking. Everyone should be getting drunk. Hey, there you <laughs> go. That's why Freddie ain't gonna get me right here. A couple. Uh, another thing I liked um, was it's not a six pack or anything, but the TV signing off at midnight. Yeah. Uh, I remember well, that. Yeah. People don't remember that. That's a thing. Um, it would turn off. Now, the reason they kept it around is when we got cable channels and stuff, they then found they could sell that time to advertisers. And that's why you started seeing all those Genzu knives and crazy oh, stuff call from the, midnight to 6 a.m. or something like that. the chat line. Oh, all yeah. Those, the teen lines. Call 1-900, blah, blah, oh. blah. <laughs> I got a question. When yeah. and where was Miss Nude America airing on TV ever? Because that's holy bullshit. shit. That's bullshit. <laughs> where is that? He had to have cable, and it had to be on some like HBO or either, something. Yeah, either that or he turned it over to Channel Three at when the other channel went out. Yeah, yeah. It, like adjusted. He turned the knobs a little. Get a max. <laughs> yeah, Miss Nude America. That's how it was. Like, and. It, and what's so cool is his mother's like, it's like midnight. And she's like, are you, are you going to bed yet? No, nah, I'm just going to stay up a little. I can't wait <laughs> until my son gets older. Then I can tell him about my hardships. Having, yeah. Like I didn't have porn on my phone. You when he's watching Pornhub while you're sitting there. Not yeah. a black and white fuzzy TV just to hopefully get a glimpse of a nipple. Say, hey, why don't you watch me do this old school? <laughs> Run it through a VCR. No. <laughs> oh, man. I have something for you. So we get to the end of this movie and she's going to take lure Freddie out, right? That's the whole point. Yes. Do you think I've got a couple comparisons here? Is she the horror equivalent of Rambo or, and also did home alone copy her? I will tell you this. I think she is a cross between Kevin McAllister and Ash from Evil Dead. She became before as Kevin McAllister. Her, She's more I, Ash. No, I, I get that, but I'm saying as far as who I would compare her to, whether it's uh, previous to that or after. She's Ash and Kevin McAllister. Okay. And did it take more than 20 minutes for her to build that shit? Fuck <laughs> no. Hey, did it take Kevin McAllister more than a fucking afternoon to build all his shit? I yeah. know, man. It's, she says, Dad, come in 20 minutes. And she even set that fucking alarm on her watch. Ash, did it take him more than an hour to build all his shit? And oh, yeah. Chainsaw hand? Yes. Got to suspend disbelief here. Yeah, that shit took some time and they didn't. Uh, um... But my thing is, I I didn't know how she was going to use them because I hadn't seen this movie in a while. I I guess I, I knew she was going to take him into the real world. I didn't know how the booby traps would affect him. It seems like they were... Fairly effective. Yeah, well, she brought him out. Yeah. Yeah. So they ended up being pretty good. That fucking 
light bulb filled with gunpowder, I'm thinking yeah. lets off a bigger bigger explosion than it did. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's glass of shards to be inside them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're all going down after that one. I thought the bad move though was catching them on fire in the basement and trying to burn the house down with your mother in it, but hey, you know. <laughs> do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um and and I need some explanations on this. The whole thing. You know. I need everything explained once she sees the mother getting killed by Freddy. And then the father comes in, takes the fire off of him, and then pulls the sheets off. And what the fuck is she doing going down into the bed? It's not. Are we still in a dream world? What is going on? Yeah, this is where. I need well, I need help. I need help. You know what? We don't know because honestly, look what happens then when she walks out the door. Well, that's my thing. And then the next thing that happens, this is why I need help. So then they go out the door and you think the slate just got wiped clean because right. Freddie's dead or something. Because she said, you don't have any power over me. She turns around, he disappears. But then all of a sudden she's in a car that's painted like a sweater and driving the down top. the road. And who knows? I don't know. What the, is this a dream? I got, yeah. Yeah, at that point. Is yeah, everything think, just a fucking dream? You know, you don't know. It crosses the line at this point. So they're sleepwalking. Let's just say that. All day So we night. really have no clue what's going on. Really don't. At the end of, but it's so fucking awesome. You um, can't explain to me this ending at all. Okay. Well, explain. They got to take them away. Was anything resolved? No, because you got to leave it open for the sequel. Oh, fuck me. All See, was resolved is we found out her mom can fit through that skinny little fucking window at the top of the door. Yeah, but it was obviously a fake person. Oh, duh. When the legs are going through. And it's she's like a like mannequin. Straight, like <laughs> completely <laughs> rigging words had already set in before she was dead and just goes straight through. Yeah. Um, so I got to say, uh, now this is just a, it, it's something for me. Like I, the one thing I didn't like just watching going back to it now that that I'm glad they changed was the sweater how the sleeves were plain red and it didn't have yeah. the stripes once they added the stripes on the sweater looked much better yeah it, it was very uh evil waldo that's yes that's really what it is <laughs> so i've got uh i got some six packs i got i got a couple more i want to go over and they're right. the obvious ones Obviously, if you don't make Freddy Krueger one of your six packs, you're an idiot. Because the character itself is... Well, duh. I mean, it's the character that spawned a whole franchise. So He's the greatest horror villain ever to me. And it's not just the character himself. It's the whole premise of the movie and the idea of what he represents that you can get killed. And nobody and can escape him. And you can't escape. Because seriously, and that's, that's what's the freaky thing about it. I mean... How many times have you been like so fucking tired you can't keep your eyes open because you cannot just stay awake? No. You know? That's the freaky part. It's like He'll get you eventually. You get so fucking tired you're just about like, fuck it then, just get me. I'm too tired to mess with it. But the shitty explanation to how he got his power now kind of like makes you go, ah, oh, fuck it. You know. But but he's the greatest, he's a great character. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Who do you think's on that Mount Rushmore? You got Freddie. Jason. We got, well, how how big is it? Are we just is it just four like Mount Rushmore? Uh, or how what? about five? Top five. Top five. Um. Oh shit. Um. Are so you gonna Fred, go classics? Because you know the classics are Dracula, werewolf, right? You know, right. Mummy. Right. But no, I I mean not for me, just because it's not my time period. Um. Yeah. Freddy. 
Pinhead. Hellraiser, huh? Oh, yeah. I just watched the new one the other day, too. With the female Pinhead in it. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, I mean, there's, there's a, some you're missing. There, it's not that I'm missing. I'm just like... You don't think is, Mike Myers or Jason? No, I do. I'm just saying, like... I got to tell you, so... I wouldn't put Jason on there. Okay. Only because to me, I feel like I have to make a choice because I feel like you were either like a Freddy guy or a Jason guy growing up. I think, you know, you had your favorite. And yeah. Now to me, Freddy was just a, Freddy's on there again, not just because it's a, it's a cool villain, but it's like I said, the whole, like his mom didn't have to kill for him in the first movie. Yeah, and it's not just you just have these, but it, it's in the dream world, so that allows you to have more leeway rather with with what he can do rather than talking about somebody just has mythical, crazy fucking powers can't die. Yeah, you know that's true. Um, so that's why, like, I mean, for me, I'd go Michael Myers over Jason, and I feel like i I wouldn't put them both on there because I don't you can only have on your Mount Rushmore so many fucking people in mass that walk around and don't talk <laughs> that's so fucking you know true, what I mean? man that's so he was walking true. around with a mask and a blade really fucking slow and you don't say a goddamn word uh, I think you pick one or the other Danny Trejo from machete <laughs> oh. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, definitely. So what's yours? Because I mean, you don't even like horror movies. Ah, uh, well, I was going to tell you that um, when it comes to horror, you're right. I don't have a big grasp. But I was like, would you consider the Alien from Aliens a horror thing? It's it's space horror, right? Science fiction horror, depending on you know. like the Alien. I think that's fairly iconic. I don't think the Alien would be in my Mount Rushmore though. It's a fucking alien. Like to me, I get again. That's that whole alien look. Horror. That's been copied right. so much. Oh yeah, no doubt. It's cool. That's but what I'm saying. Uh, but as... no, I I think if I don't go classics like you know Frankenstein, Werewolf, Dracula, Mummy, I think those are givens. Those are like archetypes that everything else, you know. But but when you look at the '80s, we had the new style. I think Freddy is truly a new style of yes. a character. So I go with that. I think you're right. You pick between either Jason or Michael Myers. Yeah. I don't think you go wrong with either one. I think you go Michael Myers because he was first, probably. Not necessarily hey. because he was first, I would say, but I mean, to me, Michael Myers is better. Well, I, I always say, you know, he's the one who started the craze, so he must be the guy. And then, and then Chucky, because yeah. once again, while his movie's not as good, his character is ridiculously amazing. It is. But I don't know if I would put him on my Mount Rushmore. Again, if I'm only getting five. And and then it? I really... There's Pennywise. I mean, like, I really... Pennywise, yeah, Pennywise. This, this through. Because, you know, and it's like... <laughs> like, even today, like, we don't have this anymore. And that's the thing. We, we don't. don't. We'll never have, have this golden age again. We'll never have that again. We're never going to have people coming up with these types of horror villains. Like, I mean, I guess to me, it's like almost what I put Ghostface in there from Scream. Yeah, you know, you and even though I'm not a fan of even though horror, I, several different people throughout the series. He created, uh, Wes like, Craven 
changed the game a few times, didn't he? Fuck yes, he did. But you know the thing. But what's great about that though, too, because I'm talking about when I when I talk about horror villains or who would you put in your Mount Rushmore? I go with a combination of what did they look like? Yeah. What did they do? What's their backstory? Like all those things. But when you look at Ghostface, this was a fucking like five dollar Kmart Halloween costume before and, Scream came out. Yeah. You know. And now you're paying yeah. fifty nine ninety nine for <laughs> Halloween. Like it's, that's the yeah. brilliance of it. I would say that that definitely definitely sets it apart. I I want to get to my final six. Do you have another six pack? I don't know if we've ever. Uh, I I didn't really do my six packs yet. Uh, Freddie, obviously. I mean, you got to make that a six pack because it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite six pack actually out of this movie is the very beginning when it shows him making his glove. Like before he's dead, even that's before actually the, when he's still before alive. The movie even starts, yes. Yeah, that's like because you can tell that's scene. he's not burnt or anything, so that's when he's still alive. Like that's craftsmanship. That's awesome. Kinda, like, it's kind of a shitty work area. Like I don't know, but well, I mean, he's in a boiler room. Yeah, he could have used the better leather because it looked all torn up when he that first made it. Still, some I'm like, you're just grabbing the <laughs> only glove that's in there, or what? It's like. You got to get some use out of this. Why are you getting a glove that's already got holes in it? You get some fucking use out of this. You're going to be using this for a while. Like maybe that was his jerk glove, and he wanted to you know, make it special. <laughs> he wore it out a lot. I was going to say it was his jerk glove. That's why I had so many holes in oh, it. Oh, yeah. that's you're not going to use that now. <laughs> do you have another one? Um, I actually do. Also, uh, I love the very end when the hood comes up and it's got the stripes on it. Okay, so yeah, that is pretty cool. The top on the car. Would you want that car? Oh, actually, we'll get to that. Maybe you would. I don't know. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so I and I, I would actually say the, the other thing that I, personally is just the, uh, and I know you made a note about the music in general in this movie, which is I have. Well, weird. yeah, that's if you want but me to, I'll say that's my generic. The but main, but just the main Elm Street theme song, the piano. Yes. That's it's great iconic. sometimes, isn't it? That's yeah. why it's generic to me because right. when you get the main the main little theme, it's so good. And then the then rest you get of to the, the funeral, theme. and it's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So that's a, a, something I'll say too. Like, so Freddie's music and the Halloween theme, classics, fucking classics. They're so simple but so good. I mean, Friday Thirteenth has the kill, 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 kill right? You know. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, they each have the thing, right? Like. And that's why they're great. Chucky doesn't really have one other than the Buddy song or whatever it is. <laughs> was there a song? Well, no. I don't know. I'm sure there was on that little fucking cartoon. On I'm that sure. cartoon? <laughs> um, but my final six-pack, I was going to say, is Wes Craven. Because that dude created three different horror movies. I don't know what the other one. I know this one and Scream. Have but he did... What? Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, he, he like reinvented the whole horror thing a few times. And set it, reset it, you know, like, and I think he did scream yeah, and reset yeah. it then. And now I think more recently it was reset probably by what, uh, what's the name? Peel, Keenan Peel or whatever, who's, or Jordan Peel. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy who's making all the movies that are horror now? Like, this, um, like us, the one that just came out. And, oh uh, yeah. 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 Us was really good. Yeah, I'm saying that guy did it, and then uh, and then Rob Zombie, I think, reset horror a little. You know, so Rob Zombie, 
which I love Rob Zombie's movies. I don't know that he reset it because I feel like, yeah, I guess in a way, Rob Zombie is kind of like the Kevin Smith of horror movies. Yeah, overachiever. No, just uh, okay. He created his own. Oh yeah, that that yeah. You're gonna get people that love that shit, but it's not gonna be mass, like mainstream. Yeah, you know, I'd agree. Like a it's sub not every kind of people are gonna love it, but not everyone's gonna love it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not gonna have the appeal to the masses. Horrors like that, though, isn't it? Like it's like uh, when you make a, oh. mi- a movie for a million dollars and make fifty. I'm sorry, I do. Captain Spaulding is on my Mount Rushmore. From Who's Hollywood. that? House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, there you go. <laughs> He's definitely on there. So there you go. You know, hey, you you, you came out with it. I, I got say. three. I got three down. It's not the guy from the movie The Mummy with Brendan Fraser, the bad guy in that one. Yeah, that no. Cool. You don't consider that a horror movie? Billy Zane. No, that's in the. That's not that. No, the We're guy who in. played. Um, uh, he says Akmaksuna Moon. You know, he's the bald guy with not Billy yeah. Zane bald, but no. different bald. He's, no. like, he's like the priest that brings the horsemen out and all that. Yeah. Uh, but that's 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 like uh, what I'd like to call action adventure horror. Like, not really horror, but. See, my Mount Rushmore, you know what? Horror elements. If I had, a, if I if actually built this Mount Rushmore just to fuck with people, I put Beetlejuice up there too. <laughs> actually, that one I see probably. Yeah, that is. This is comedy horror, so I can't put in the same vein. That's what she said. Yep, the main vein. (laughs) So, so that's it. That's uh, that's our talk about this movie. We talked about it. We did. It's a good movie. But now you gotta rate it. Do you want to rate it first or me? It's truly a glass. See, here's the thing. I don't want you to rate it at all. Okay. Because if you shit in my Fruit Loops again, we're gonna have a problem. I didn't shit in your Fruit Loops on Sleepaway Camp too. You didn't. But I'm gonna tell you, I like that movie better. You like it better than Nightmare on Elm Street? You would because you're not a true horror fan. So you well, would like something, and Sleepaway Camp Two had boobies. Well, <laughs> yes, that's it. Uh, uh no, I mean I don't I don't know. No, I I I'm more entertained by Sleepaway Camp 2. Doesn't mean I think it's a better movie though. Remember that. All right. So you go ahead, you do your rating and then I'll I'll shit on your fruit loops. Okay. My rating is pretty simple. It's a fucking 24. Now, I'm going to be completely honest and say without a doubt, I could easily knock shit off of that score. Because of some of the things that we talked about, like there is definitely some, some of the horror related visuals and things didn't fit and were just not needed either. I think actually rather than changing it, they just taken that stuff out. It it would have been better off. So I do feel like they were doing what they could with the budget they had. So you had to add, you know, it's like, Almost kind of like, what can we put in here during a dream sequence kind of thing. But that aside, it was made for $1.1 million, which is like, I, again, it, like it's like clerks, <laughs> pretty much. 
So with that, like that to me doesn't take away from it at all because when you're talking about a movie that fucking changed horror completely, it brought you something you've never fucking seen before because this is, you know, instead of the Draculas, the Wolfmen, the Frankensteins, mummies, the Michael Myers, you know, the silent but deadly types and all this, this was completely out of left field, way different, but became a a fucking standard of horror. Yeah. So there's to me again, for me as a horror fan, there's no way I couldn't give this a 24. Even well, if I, I, I still so. say nightmare Elm street four, I think is probably still my most enjoyable one of the whole series. Like this is where it started. And I, again, looking back, I do think they could have redone this even on the same budget and actually made it better. There's a lot they could have done with it. Looking back, but for what they were able to accomplish, fuck no. 24. All day. Okay. All day. Um, now go ahead and ruin shit for me. Ruin well, when fucking Halloween season right now. We were, I was watching with my wife and I asked her the question. I said, does this hold up to you when you watch it now? And she's like, I don't understand. She told me, she says, no, because I don't understand watching it the way it is now. Your wife doesn't understand anything. How I even liked it. And I was like, well, I mean, you did. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I mean, there's still aspects of it that are great. I mean, it has a great character, um, has the guy who created it, which is amazing. It has Johnny Depp, really young, glistening abs, number 10 shirt all the way. Your um, wife's favorite restaurant is fucking Bob Evans. So it is I not. understand how she can say, I don't know why I still, why I ever liked this. Why can't she say that about Bob Evans? Bob Evans fucking sucks. I would agree that it, it, Bob Evans sucked. Okay, so, <laughs> but no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, Sleepaway Camp Two, because to me, horror movies they fall into different categories. Yeah, and these are they're in two different categories, but one category I enjoy more, and that's the more funny style that that you one was. Stuff. This has some of the funny stuff, but it's not like it got later on. Like he said, it gets a little more campy as the series goes on. Um, the campiest thing he did in this movie was the big wide arms in the street. That's like probably the campiest thing to me that he did was like have ooh, big Which arms. Actually, I thought it was, I didn't even think that was camp. I thought that was actually cool. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> hold on. Let me just say, let me okay. just say, it was just weird. But also, again, there's this fucking guy. You don't know who the hell he is, but all of a sudden he's Stretch Armstrong. Just to make sure he can get his arm over to the wall and scratch on it. With I think butt. that's the only reason they did that. But anyways, but no, it was cool. And I'll tell you, I, I, I get the mania of it and I get how scary it is for some people. So I understand. I understand Spawn, a great character. I was going to give it, and I'll tell you this, a mm-hmm. 13, which is one less than I gave Sleepaway Sleep Camp 2. However, I added three for two things. And that is Freddy Krueger and uh, uh, Wes Anderson. Or what's his name? Wes Craven. Wes Craven. I say Wes Anderson, the other director. Wes Craven. <laughs> so so it's a 16 for me. So it's not totally shitting. I'm not, listen, and I'm not. This kind of movie, I wouldn't be pissed how you scored it because I know your taste in movies. Whether I think yeah. it's good taste or not, that's to be another debated another time. Yeah. But. I get that. And I get it. It's not your cup of tea, something that you would want to watch all the time. So I understand that. But 
you know what? That gives us a very respectable score of 20 for this. Yeah. Which I'm good with. I You better be, because that's all you're getting. I did all I could to bring up the average. <laughs> I did all I could to bring up the average. Nice. I set the curve. Nice. But, I mean, I think that's... I think that's a very fair rating for this, considering yeah. again what it did for the genre. Yeah, you, I mean, I mean, like, I I really think, and I think if we did Scream, that would probably rank higher. We did Scream. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. When last did we year. do Scream? Oh, we did do Scream. Look it up. Yeah. So no, it didn't rank higher. Never mind. It would it, no. My score may have been higher, or was it not? Yours was eleven and a half for Scream. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, we've been doing this fucking show too long. I can't even remember we did that. <laughs> I what did you give Scream? I give it a twenty. Okay, so that's about 15, right. Fifteen point seven five. I Scream didn't hit me right. I understand what it did for the genre, but I just didn't don't respect it as much as I did this one. Let's put it that way. Just what? Right. Just didn't feel well, it. You know, you got to think of it this way. Um, it's like it was brilliant what Wes Craven did with Scream, but at the same time, he's using what he's already done to be able to get to that point. Yeah. So, so. it's kind of like Elm Street helped him put in the legwork to be able to come up with Scream. Yeah. True. Yeah. So what is uh, so? What is this better than? Just better than, or same as? I don't want to hear really great movies being fucked over by this movie. Um, it's better than the forsaken, the forsaken. We gave it six. There you go. Oh, you're talking about horror genre <laughs> in general. Yeah, okay. Let's see here. Yeah. The forsaken was shit. Go ahead. Dazed and confused. 22 and a half. Well, yeah, that's a better movie than this. I mean, what kind of movies do you want me to give it just against horror movies or just whatever's 20 or 19 or whatever's yeah, right there. I'm looking for 20s, bitch. Gross Point Blank was 19 and a half. Better movie than this. For me. Right. To you. Yeah, I scored it better, too. <laughs> Let's see here. The Goonies, 20.75. Ooh, interesting. There's a lot of people who push back on the Goonies these days who say it's not as good. Those people are fuckholes. They smoke the crack, yes. Yes, they do. They are the devil's rejects. Like that oh, poster. yeah. Grease, 19. It's better than this. No, it's not. Did more money in the 70s. Because it had John's Travolta and Livia Neuter's John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, almost famous, 19 and a half. Better movie than this. 21.5, Rocky Horror. Better movie than this. For sure. That's your opinion, bitch. 20. I scored it better. The Matrix. Twenty. Matrix? Matrix. Well, Matrix is a really good movie, and I think it's a better movie than this. Uh, that's probably... They're all better to me than this, until you yeah, get to something else. I know. <laughs> oh, man. It, but you know what? Can't go wrong. It's all, like we said before, horror, you almost have to take out. What do you mean? And... Put, well, well that's what you can't yeah. compare. I mean, there's different shit in here. We rate for different reasons on how we personally rate it, but there's certain metrics that go into each type of movie. Yeah, I would agree. Like, and not that we use those, but there are metrics that go into it. I'm sure. 
Yeah, it's like when you watch Almost Famous, which I think is a better movie, it's not like it created a character like Penny Lane that's been in all these other movies. So it's kind of hard. And I'm going to rate this movie based on what it spawned sometimes more than what it really is. Right? Here's the thing. Freddy Krueger, greater than Penny Lane. No, which one would you rather see naked? Today? Uh, Yeah, even today. Even today. Have you seen Kate Hudson? Today? She's... Our Instagram follows her, by the way, because we follow people who are in movies that we watch. Here's the thing. It's Robert England all day, because guess what? A wrinkly old Robert England's naked body doesn't look Isn't he dead? No, he's not dead, you asshole. He wouldn't look any different than a prosthetic (laughs) burn-up Freddy Krueger body, probably. (laughs) Well, I don't have to worry about being surprised by anything. Got it. All right. Okay. So we would like to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to join our Patreon so you can make some of the movie suggestions, get bonus content and other stuff. Uh, Remember, you can go to our website, sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make those movie suggestions there as well. And our episode schedule is there. Um, Now, uh, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and we have a Twitch channel. Now, if you want to give a little... Now, we want to give you... no. We're cutting out the teases. They're getting fucked up. We're having to redo. They're they're not working right now. Pop because popcorn was free and then it changed within the last week. But we had this issue before. Just cut out the teases. I don't see any point anymore. Okay. But I would like to make a PSA. What what is it? Kate Hudson. I just want you to know. It's not that I don't want to see you naked. Don't take that personally, my comment earlier. Just saying. If I can say, have you looked at Freddy Krueger naked? Have you seen Kate Hudson? Now, my co-host, Miss Hudson, really wants to see you naked bad, apparently. You don't understand. Wow. How she is like F-I-N-E fine. I gotta find... Oh, if I could show you, this is a, I don't know if you can see that. That's her right there. Mm-hmm. You see, she still looks pretty good in a bathing suit. That's on her Instagram. So if you hear us, I'm showing them something you showed everyone. So don't get angry at me. I'm not saying so, she doesn't. I'm just saying. I, 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 Freddy Krueger or Kate Hudson? Come on. Yeah. I flipped the coin. And lost. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it looks like he's not wanting us to do teases. Um, All right. Whatever. I it's won't tease I, you. It's not that I don't want to do teases. Yeah. But we have to keep cutting them because when stuff gets screwed up. Yeah, because we were supposed You're listening to this episode. We're telling you this at the end. You're listening. You just listened to this one because uh, popcorn was available to us and then it wasn't. And it would have to It's cost available me a to lot me. I have it on fucking VHS right now. <laughs> Great! I don't have one of those it's fucking the players. Best way to watch it. What grainy? Okay, eighties essence of horror. Of anything, right. it's the eighties essence of horror. Anything else you got to say, then, bitch? Yeah, no, not really. Just thanks for <laughs> listening. 